Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first episode of the Open Africa podcast for the year 2020. My name is Laulu, and I'm here with... Furo. And Nessa. Yeah, so... I will have said the... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so it's good to see that some things never change. I have said that it feels good to be back, but we didn't really go anywhere like that. Anyway, so very quickly today, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about um, 2019 in review um, and the funding landscape in Nigeria for technology companies. So, for you want to... All right. So, <laughs> I mean, so 2019, we saw that there was a lot of inflow of dollars. Uh, into like the technology space but then mm-hmm. i think it reflected in our episodes where we kept going back to fintech because ultimately fintechs got the bulk of the funds so in order of so looking at this yeah it's fintechs energy and then health health is surprising but yeah yeah energy is surprising because yeah. that's one sector that i feel like gets a lot of under reporting who's the energy person that go on so we have um what's this guy uh, to be fair, I don't even really know any yeah, energy. Is, well, this is Malawi, yellow. It's like oh. renewable energy. Oh, and another I forgot that this was an African podcast. Yes, an African podcast. Because when it was, what's the call that? So I said, hey, I was like, who's doing energy in this country? Wow. No, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Perhaps we should start doing energy. Yeah. Like, we have a couple. There are a couple. There's one in Uganda as well called, which name escapes my mind. GNU grid. Yeah. Right. I really don't have context on those guys, but if they are raising money, then it's good for them. Yeah. I mean, speaking of energy, one of my friends wants to do one business where like a like a box, Mm -hmm. subscription box for light. That thing that MTN has was better. I I mean, if it makes sense, I would I would patronize his business. Please, yeah. can, can you shed more light or is it too early to shed light? It's too early to shed light, okay. but it's like a... Basically, oh. concept is like an inverter, but... Or subscription-based inverter. Yeah, it's like powered by solar, something, something, something. I was speaking of this one time, but you know me, I wasn't really listening like that. Because it's not fintech. <laughs> well, <it's laughs> that kind of stuff. You know, for me, it's just... just Team Apt raised money last year, right? Yeah. Yes. And it was over a million dollars. Yeah, it was local money. I'm happy for them because they they tried. Is it Jimovia? 5.5 million. 5.5 million dollars. Is that Jimovia? Nice. I think it's Jimovia. It's a Nigerian guy that led it. Mm. Zimbabwe is Yes. Lots of people raised money. Farm Crowdy, Yandela, Interswitch. Not startup, just technology. Big, big technology last year. Yeah, yeah. Kuda Bank also raised money. I said me personally. Oh, right. You have not included me in this list. So, this is Sorry. Don't wait this list. Should we name other names? Who who, who raised money? You personally. Yes. Exactly. Introduce the brand, yeah. Please, please, please. I don't I, you know, at this we point are, in time, are, no, sir, you, event tech we company. should open an an account somewhere that you'll be paying us for these for blogs. Yes. It's getting ridiculous. You, you are just pushing everything. Me, I have business support. Hello. Hello, I have a business called Festival Coins. <laughs> <laughs> we do online ticketing and RFID access control. 
I don't know about loud. So how much did you raise? I can't tell you. They don't disclose stuff. They raised from microtraction. Guy, you're not familiar with the industry. Yeah. You always say But we know microtraction, their cap is actually like five kids. It's on disclosure. I can't tell you. <laughs> so we know that Nosa did not raise more than 65k. Yes. Okay, glory to God. Glory to God. I mean, there was a lot of movement across the African continent. Yeah. And then, so in terms of geography, obviously, the big boys, South Africa, that was where the most of the money went. South South Africa. South Africa, Nigeria. The big money, yeah. South Africa, Nigeria, Kenya. Kenya. Egypt. Egypt is another big country for technology. You know why? why Egypt was for like smaller transactions. Yeah. Why are they including InterSwitch in this stuff? Because InterSwitch is a technology company. It's not a startup. I don't understand. Why do you exactly. They said deals it, by African startups. InterSwitch <laughs> is a startup. See, until you IPO, you are a startup. This which which kind of stuff is that? InterSwitch is an entrenched institution at this company. Maybe InterSwitch say they are not working tomorrow. Nigerian banking industry might shut down. Nigerian te- technology industry might shut down. Even Open itself, they are starting to annoy me. They shouldn't be included in all this stuff. Even Open itself, they are starting to annoy me. They shouldn't be included in all this stuff. Because the money is plenty, Abi. Interesting. And there are 100 million. Okay. That's that's it. I haven't forgot. That's true. Yeah. And then some other West African countries who are starting to pick up traction, like Ghana and Senegal. Traction. Traction. It's not, they are not big boys yet. Yeah. I I wonder how they do pitch deck in Ghana. Hey, like hey, no one hey, waits hey, now, waits hey, hey. You know how they do now. I feel yeah. a hot take our coming. Population, our population is 420 million, so everybody's like investing based on potential. But like when you're doing Ghana, how do you pitch it? I can tell you for Malawi. For forget, Malawi, it's financial inclusion. Forget no, forget. I'm saying Ghana. How do you say? Oh, this is the potential for growth in Ghana because it's not as if they are bigger than Lagos, and the only the only place with like people is Accra. But the shares still need technology. So there's still a market. I feel like, and then they will pitch. I feel up. like there's no response I can give that won't be me digging. Like how do you package like Ghana? Like you know, they enjoy. I always like say, oh, this is a you know, like, financial inclusion, grey market, grey market, one hundred twenty mm-hmm. million people are going to need something, something, something. Ghana, how do they do their own? It's like, oh, this is the year of return. We are going to have some... No, but you, you, we might make jokes about the year of return, but did you see how much they made in, in, in tourism? Yeah. I do not care what anybody says about the year of return. That whole stuff is stupid. It's a, I, I, Ghana is... Accra is small. Accra cannot... But, but Accra is small, but Accra probably made more money than Lagos did in terms of revenue over this Christmas holidays. I doubt. You doubt? I highly doubt it. Because we don't, I think it's because we don't publish our numbers like that. Because they're criminals. Because I, I, I highly, I highly. I mean, I, I've, I think, for me, one of the things I, I need to do more seriously this year is connect with people in Ghana. Like we have contacts of people in the technology space in Ghana, so, so we can have context on on some of these yeah. things. At least we'll know what they put. Because <laughs> for me, a lot of this stuff is basically like eyeballing it. If you go, if you come to Accra, you've seen yeah, 
Their Uber, their Ubers, their are, Ubers small. are small. They don't use the AC. Everybody it's, winds down. Yeah, it's really it's, weird. It's as in, is it as a Lagosian in Accra? Like I didn't know how to react. Excuse you. I just bought tickets to Accra. Should I have go somewhere else? Don't worry. Jack. Don't worry. You enjoy yourself. Stay, I you think. Enjoy, you enjoy yourself. I think. So it's like. Then even building that massive airport, I was like, <laughs> every time I've been to Accra, there are more foreigners coming in than than locals. Like you know how we have that line on MMA, you need like how many turnstiles for Nigerians because Nigerians are like traveling. So for me, the only way I see it is maybe you're building it as a hub for for like West Africa, the, yeah, a West African hub. So like international flights. Then I was like, okay, that makes sense. But if it's like you're building it because so people can come to the airport seems pretty like all right like yeah, it's a very, efficient it's a very good airport, airport, but yeah. what they really need is like local airports they don't really need that <laughs> but Please, maybe I'm people that. that have local airports local airports they are levels now not even the local main yeah. local airports i'm talking about that you want the canopy in port harcourt i'm talking about that small one on the side we do have to drag port can we go back to our topic of technology well, but you guys have new airports yes we have, have brand new sparkling yes yes is, is the ac working yes actually i'm yes. asking because the day i was going to ghana last year the ac inside mma uh, wasn't working well i was so confused well and the sun was now shining on our heads and i was with oh, guys all of us were sweating together i said yes <laughs> It's very good. Do you know another thing? Looking at this report, another thing. Anyway, the report you're talking about is some funding landscape report. By Brighter Bridges. Mm. All funders. All this analysts. This is one analyst work. Just be Googling. <laughs> Someone they, they will send you email. Please, how does Kuda make money? My friend, I'll find out. Do your research. Anyway, just looking at this report. I want to try is why all these foreign companies that raise money and that market like t- including people like fair money pound pay yeah excuse things a lot i mean okay excuse like excuse like this thing a lot like oh god pound, pound pay raised what 40 million like the top okay the top like bar in international is not international so you say okay Andela. OP and Della OP, yeah. Pound pay. Then Cobo 360. All the ones above um Cobo 360. They're not really Nigerian companies per se. Mm-hmm. I mean, as much as Andela would say they're a Nigerian company, it's Jeremy Johnson is not in there, it's not in Nigeria. Jeremy Johnson is the one that brought the original money. And yeah. he just tacked on the two blacks and said, Yo, let's go to your country. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who pays Chinese? Pound Essentially, is transient. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is putting them in a report and it's like, oh, we Africa's funding landscape. Africa's landscape. So I, I mean, but ultimately they are operating in they're Africa. Operating in Africa. Yes, so yeah, true. it, 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 it is. It's huge thing a lot in when it's hard. It's still hard for like regular African, the regular African startups to yeah. raise money. Yeah. No reason. Yeah. Couple 360 raising, this is like what? This is like another, this is a, this, this is all, wasn't this like death? Part of it was death? I think so. The Couple 360 one, I there was a bit of death in that. Because when you even go, when you skip, skip with it. And I think they were even looking for some more debt to take on. For me, this, this thing, the list really starts from like, what's their name? 
In fact, I don't know about count Migo. So, so I guess in in summary, what we're saying is, look, even though there appears to be a lot of act- funding activity going on for African Nigerian startups, in reality, the truly indigenous startups are still struggling to raise money, yeah. and some of the names on the forefront are technically not indigenous like that, like that. Is people with very strong international connections, like a foreign company launching in the Nigerian market, that type of thing. And those are the people dominating the funding landscape. So just put that in context when you're... Or take that into consideration when you talk about the landscape. Just don't quit your job to kind of just start your thinking. There's no more. Ah, This person, even taste makers. Tismakers Africa makes our list for reason. She raised one name. Tismakers is an American babe now that just does tours in Africa. She doesn't even live here. Wow. But they put it there, country HQ, US. So, so why does it count by Africa startup? There's, there's nothing apart from the name, Taste Africa. There's, there's no, nothing there's African nothing about, about Tismaker. I mean, so that's the thing where 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 we are where how do I put it? It happens a lot. So even look at Lionesses of Africa. I remember that whole when you know, when we were talking about that whole thing in like 2017. Mm. The lady is purely she's American and she just goes around Africa gathering African women yeah, and, and talking to them and helping them build business. And people are just giving her money. Yeah, you know? and she's raising money based on she's talking to the African women, but she's not. You know, but then she's building capacity in Africa. So, I mean, this thing, this thing is a. It's like when Jumia first IPO'd, and then people were again whether you know, Jumia I, is African I was, I was or not. Some people that wanted to put their money in that Jumia IPO. In fact, I'm sure they won't put their money. All of them have lost it. I've never seen value erode that fast in my life. <laughs> but I could have told you for free that. It wasn't going to click. Do you know there was this research agency that published a report on Jumia before it IPO'd? What's the, this their name again? Is this Citrus, Citrus, something? Mm. And people were really slating them. Like, what like what do they know? That that's how they wrote a report on Tesla, this one, that one, blah, 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 yaddy, yaddy, yaddy. And I guess, well, in retrospect, those guys were pretty spot on. Because they just, they were like, look, guys, there are so many red flags in this thing. It looks like, this doesn't look like a proper, you know, it proper is. business. All of us live in Nigeria. Uh, and sometimes all this stuff is not, it's not like, it's not rocket science. You don't we need a suitcase. You don't need a suitcase. We've seen how Jumia works. We've ordered things from Jumia. We've, we've seen how difficult their return com- policies we've are. We've complained about Jumia. So somebody going outside and said, oh, this country, this company, I'm going to put Kiniko, Kiniko inside. Me, I'm just looking at you like, you must be an idiot because I, here, in this country, I would, I would rather order off Amazon yeah, than order exactly. off Jumia. And you think this is a shiny It is, it is crazy. Like, I remember as a student or a, like a year after, no, as a student, people used to order from ASOS. And then they'll get in, it won't be their size, and they'll actually they'll go to a post office and ship it back. And ASOS will send the send and, size, yeah. and then there's this supposedly indigenous Jumia. Jumia. And to get like Jumia will tell you 
useless things like oh the warranty started the day that the laptop was was manufactured so you that you are buying it brand new two years after your warranty has expired from the first day so when you open it from the box and it doesn't work that's you can't return they won't accept it yeah. like, what do you mean by that and that's why like people don't trust them enough to to pay online and then they'll get to open it they'll test it if it doesn't work then See, they'll give they, the right amount it was just a mess they ruined online for like so many people yeah they broke so like you know we they already have trust, trust issues yeah, yeah. They, broke they broke trust, trust. they, broke, they trust. broke trust and it's it has affected the system but anyway and even though all those inflating their numbers artificially also messed up conga who was actually those people that are actually trying to do what Anyway, I don't want to talk about that useless company anymore. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, to end the year, the CBN gave a gift in quotes to Nigerians. Yes, even though they have eroded the revenue lines for all the banks in Nigeria, but I mean, people are happy with MFLA. Even now, we need to find ways to make money. Give loans. Give loans. You are you giving loans? Yeah, are you giving loans? It's a working problem. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Furo, do you have the the exact figures there for for the, for the new CBN's pricing on things? Like, I on the one hand, I understand the CBN's attempt to drive financial services, and one of the ways they are trying to do that is is to reduce cost. But the thing with with fighting a war on pricing is that there is no end to it. Mm-hmm. It'll keep going lower yes. and lower. It'll just keep going lower and lower and lower. And in my head, it's already a problem that the CBN sets the pricing for everything that banks do. They set caps and all of that. And they don't allow like market forces to determine. Well, but the thing is, uh, it's because you can see banks actually behave like a cabal. They, they behave like a cabal because there's a cabal regulating them. So, so I think for as they, long they, as CBN as long as CBN continues to so act the way they so do, the transfer fee uh, was mm-hmm. fifteen naira. Mm-hmm. It was no, it was not. It was hundred naira first, then they dropped that thing. The thing said cap at fifteen naira. Mm. Why did not one bank in the name of free market say I'm going to do my own forty naira? Because the CBN said not more than. The moment you tell people, you exactly. like the moment you tell people not more than the people are going to, this is a Ex- private ex- business. What I'm saying, but, but now you are saying free man, CBN should not tell, because if CBN did not set that ceiling, what do you think tra- transfer fees will be? With the way banks are and digital banks, I think, and this might be a hot take, but I think it will be less. I think somebody like GTB will have dropped their prices. So why why didn't they crash it? Because there was no incentive to do that now. They're making money. There's no incentive to do that. There's no incentive to crash your profits because... For starters, remember that. Remember that. If you say it's a free market, that, okay, if I crash my prices, what's it called? I'll kill my... uh, What's it called? I'll kill competition or maybe I'll I'll beat my competition, whatever, whatever. None of them, not one bank came out and said, maybe I should just reduce it. Like, See, the banking, the banking sector, no, sir, remember that. Decided this. the banking sector is a cabal. They're all like, it's, it's the close. So it's group. like, a, I don't want to say it's a catch 22 yeah. type thing, but you yeah. have a regulator who is actively involved in, hey, don't charge more, hey, don't charge more than that. Hey, yes, don't, don't charge more than that. And to protect their own interests. Because banks will charge. Ridiculously, I don't buy these things that if you say there was no cap, 
that they would be old to be more okay. surprised. No, sir, let me give you That's this. Per- let me give you this perspective. Banks banded together because CBN released CBN releases policies that affect the operations of all of them, and they found out that one one on one we might not be able to do anything. But as a team, we can go and meet these guys and say, oh, this is the bankers committee. Mr. CBN, we don't like this thing. What is going on here? It's a response to a situation that the regulator has created. Is Are there many indus- are there other industries in this country that... There are really not other industries that are regulated like that. There are not other industries. But that's because I don't think other industries... Are asset managers going to meet the SEC? Greedy as bankers. Uh, oil and uh, gas, boo. I don't think oil and gas guys are as greedy as bankers. Uh, bankers are the uh, It's because you're not from where I'm from. Uh, please, let's not... See, uh, any private business, as far as me, I'm concerned, that is not greedy, eh? forget what is on your pitch deck about changing the world. <laughs> These ones... There was no pitch first. deck to you change to, the world. People put down 25 billion naira in an attempt to make more money out of it. So it's not altruistic. Banks by nature, you can't expect banks to be altruistic by nature because people are looking for money. Shareholders are looking for return on investment. Like, I don't want to talk but about anyway, greed in oil and gas because... What's the new pricing? Have you seen it? It's it. like banded. It's banded for transactions under, under, under 5K. 5K is 10 naira. Under 50K is 25 naira. Yeah, and then above that, that is now 15 naira. But it's, you know what's funny is that I think I used to say this thing that tra- the reason why unbanked are outside is because transferring money is too expensive because their ticket sizes are so small. small. So it makes so sense. It makes sense yeah. But you see that what's the tr- even that banding thing, eh? What is that true cost of the transfer? Because the same fee you're paying for over 50k. It's the same thing you're paying for. So it's almost as if you're penalizing people for transferring. Yeah, not pay- That's really what oh, it is. Because even look, against the ban- the banning things. Like, okay, yes, for over fifty k. I mean, pay- on, there are some payment platforms where the pricing is also banded and capped. So, it's, so is it now down to the payment platforms? To transfer, to, to, trans- to transfer money. What is the cost? True cost of transferring money? Because I know Nibs is charging five naira. <laughs> Everything else is jara. Is amount is who you are sharing the money with. If you have if you have your own infrastructure, you didn't like outsource it to some tech, yeah, some IT company. Book. You are getting the full the full money. Yeah. I really can't answer that because I really don't know. No, no, I'm, I'm telling you that from Nip's side is five naira. That's their cost for helping you route your money from your bank to the next bank. That's what they are charging you as a bank. So if you charge somebody five five naira for you give it to them at cost. If you do in fact ten naira, you are making hundred percent profit now. Banks are greedy. May I really that's this this argument and it's fine. I don't anyway, Sha, let me not let me not say what I don't know why some people will shy away from banks are greedy. Yes, banks are greedy. If banks are you to go and be greedy on on your own side of things now, the so point me I always want to make, and I need people to recognize this, is that banks are not government establishments. They are not NGOs. They are not not for profit organizations. 
and this soon because sometimes it feels like people see banks the same way they see the government and maybe it's because they are so close with government via the CBN, the CBN that everything is and CBN is fixing prices and all of that but these are private organizations Toke, not the one that we know. If there's a Toke on Instagram that is selling hair that she bought at 5,000 naira for 50,000 naira. Nobody's regulating her. Nobody's regulating Toke. And Toke is greedy. Please, but, this this but, is not but you have to, to any, any, any real Toke. You have to protect the people. You, can, you can't allow... See them to explore. No, sir. I there are how many banks in this country? 24, 25, maybe with the new licenses, they're like the maybe banks, 26. Yeah. Microfinance banks in their hundreds. Yeah. Tech, fin, um digital banks also rising number, maybe like five, seven. Digital truly bank. digital banks. There's only one true digital bank. How many of them have banking license? No. This carbon, not a digital bank. Do, do they have license? Do you have account number of carbon? Me, I don't know. Then look. Is there anybody that's issuing Nuban account number? Nobody's proud. bank is proud. a digital just, bank. Just please do not say. And they then are, they there are, are lots of fintechs that provide the services that most people go, go to, to banks, banks for. Basically, you, know, sir, you cannot tell me that if you if they opened up this thing. I mean, look at what happened with telecoms with only three players. Look at what happened to their pricing. But the moment you enter a place but, but and you see, try to but, control okay, things, okay, okay, but see, people will but see, always play to the see, upper cap. And that was what see, Andrew Ali was saying one day on Twitter. That the moment you tell people don't charge more than 15 naira, is that 15 naira that everybody is going to charge? Because it feels like there's something special there. Yes. <laughs> don't charge more than 1%. Open it up. Let somebody be charging 500 naira for transfer and see if How everybody will not run to the person offering 10 naira. After so, the twenty-fifth, so, 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 so like my thing, is, my thing is, uh, I just plugged you in there. Like I don't know. I'm thing. My thing is, if you open it up and you're assuming these guys won't just meet in their bankers committee meeting and say, guys, it's hundred naira charging, and that's where regulation, that's where regulation, comes, regulation comes in, comes in. because so, the work of regulation is, super, in fact, in China, yeah, that's one. What industry is that? I f- I forget now. That's the work that the regulator does. The moment all of you start charging similar prices, they'll come and investigate all of you. If they find out, I think it's life imprisonment. That's the work of the regulator. Not to be fixing price, but to be ensuring that competition is fair. China is a jungle, so let's not compare to China. Yeah, China business and The point is that that is where the regulator now comes in. You don't like you don't allow the, the creation of a monopoly and you don't allow people to create cabals. That's the work of regulation not to be telling private organizations what they should charge and not charge. And all of this stems from this Nigeria's love for fake socialism. <laughs> Everything free. Free. But it's all good. I should just know that banks have to revise like their projections for oh, the year. Yeah. They've already revised. And I mean, not even banks, even even fintechs. Yeah, they're having crisis meetings by December for sake. For these charges now, banks are having crisis meetings because uh, it's <sighs> clearing quite a bit. Okay. It's, it's a significant drop in, what in I, revenue. What I feel uh, actually killed is ATM fees. Because even the 65 naira was bad enough. Like, there wasn't a... There wasn't a you're making much. 
on that. In fact, ATM, as f- from what I know, ATM is generally bad business, but it's just a necessary evil. Yeah. Like banks would rather you not use go to an ATM. They rather you transfer something because that's sixty five nine. They're not chopping. Because there's also fit like the actual cost of each machine and the maintenance. So dropping it to thirty five nine. That will pinch. Little pinch because there are plenty of people you are paying in mm-hmm. that. That's Especially when it's a not on us transaction. Yeah. There are so many people involved. Yeah. There's. This. By the way, not on us means that is a different bank and different card. There are the two banks, then probably the, the companies that the two banks have contracted to manage their ATMs. Yeah. Then there's the card person that is a MasterCard that we use at Yeah, yeah. the card. Yeah. All of them are collecting their share. Card skin. Yeah. Collecting their share of that money. Yeah. It's not very profitable. It's not profitable. At but all. if there's anything I know is that people will find a way to to adjust and in some weird counter unwitting way the cbn drives innovation via over regulation yeah so that's what me i'm expecting to see this year how people how people what's it called respond yeah to to this they will respond it might take a while and then ultimately everyone will just copy themselves once somebody finds that's a model once exactly once somebody finds a model that works everybody will just copy services, it literally wait you play a waiting game you talk in your team to be fair it's not even just financial fair. services even in fmcgs too somebody does an advert style or someone runs a promo and everybody copies in a in an economy like this people will find the best way to make stuff work for them and they will chase it Anyway, predictions for the year, guys. Prediction for a year. Bank, my first prediction is banking as a service. The thing we we're talking about before the podcast, mm. I think it's going to be very big this year. Mm. So, you've seen it with Providence and, and Carrier's powering like mm. lots of startups yeah. as far as funding via, via bank transfer. Mm-hmm. I think that's, there'll be a lot more. It's more services will be open to non-banking institutions to play with and yeah. to do more with. So I think that's where that would... Because every, 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 every sector relies on the banking sector. But the banking sector has stayed very... Closed. Yeah, for yeah. a while. So it's important. I think it'd be interesting to see how it unfolds. I feel like funding... I, I don't know. Funding will drop... Like all the inflow into Nigeria, I don't think it's gonna continue at the same pace. pace. No, because but I this think year it's might now have been a blip. Yeah, in, in the actual trend. Yeah, I think the thing where it's now like okay, you've been saying one twenty million. Okay, let's now like, can we actually make the money? Like, it's not yeah. we're not throwing more money at this problem. Like, okay, you say you solved this problem. Where's the money? You know, I think that's even like a global thing. Mm-hmm. Generally, like, yeah. Investors are they're no more doing. They're no more buying growth as a strategy it's more you actually have to make money yeah you can be yeah. like oh i'm running a profitable business yeah. because that's what jeff bezos did to grow his numbers nobody's buying that like yeah. all all them uber i mean some bank might still be buying each other but, <laughs> but like all them uber and co they now actually have to like make money restructure their businesses yeah. to be profitable yeah because i think sometimes like raising so much like you grow faster than the business is ready to grow because you just have the extra buck that you yeah. need to blow. And then you find yourself in a position where getting profitable based on how much money has been put into the business is almost like a 
I don't know. Long, long, long longer term thing yeah. than, than investors would like. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, we. I mean, it was unconfirmed, but as even as at last year, we we had already started hearing that some investors had started asking questions. Yeah. Of some of the startups that they funded. <laughs> yeah. Like, like how far? Yeah. What's going on here? Can't just be going to Togo every other two days. Where's the money? What's going on? So yeah, yeah. I think 2019 was a blip, especially with um, OP and what's their name? And Pompey. And Pompey, Pompey yeah. Pompey those guys that raised really, the really big box and just yeah. pushed the numbers. Even, even Andela, like them laying off junior devs, junior devs and restructuring to be more senior dev oriented. That's that's a very I think that was a big warning sign as far as locally because it's like it's more okay, no more time to play. We can't yeah. do all this fairy tale stuff. I mean if you can't raise if you can't increase right. revenue, reduce cost. Yeah, obviously we are training the security guard to learn how to code. Sometimes maybe security guard doesn't have sense. You can't really be patient with that guy. Yeah. You have to actually start contracting out your internal resources yeah get the work done and get yeah. the work done so all these people oh, i want to learn how to code blah 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 i mean someone gave me context about that thing it, it is it's a no-brainer anyway it's a demand thing mm-hmm. yeah. if your junior devs don't meet the demands of what your customers are asking for in terms of skill level for the products and services that they want to build then it doesn't make any sense. sense. And the junior devs are expensive. Like and they're expensive, yeah. So like, hire the junior devs. Because I know somebody who went to that fair trying to hire some devs for a thing that he is doing, and he said he like he couldn't commit to to any one of them because he just felt like there was still a lot that he had to learn, mm-hmm. given what he expected them to come in from day one and start delivering. Mm-hmm. And he left without hiring a single person because he, he just could not commit. But I like how there was a lot of buzz around, oh, setting up career fair, but then nobody spoke about whether it was successful or not. <laughs> I mean, they tried, to be fair, Shara, props to them for even setting right. it up yeah. in the first place because people retrench people all the time in Nigeria. Banks retrench people all the time. I mean, one, one bank just made some heavy retrenchment moves. Mm-hmm. And what was it called? You know, banks when they do their retrenchment, you like contract stuff now. So it's like, no, we didn't really sack anybody. We just contracts expired. <laughs> contracts expired. Yeah, he's like he's actually right. Yeah. Like it, many times, it's contract stuff. But even that one can only it only happens the way that it does because of how our, our labor laws are in this country. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, any other predictions? Yeah, I don't. I don't really have any predictions like that. Wow. I just. You can't see him. You can't I see can't him. see. You have a glass ball. Because this... Did you do strategy session next day? You didn't do projection for the... You don't worry about my own projections. I, I, I miss my... I miss the old days. Why? By December... I think we've learned to stop lying to ourselves. <laughs> so now <laughs> we're we a bit more realistic with what we're projecting. So... I... I don't know. I've... I have a weird feeling that... Somebody will still raise big money again this year. In fact, I have a weird feeling that Ope will give us another one. Obviously, Ope, Ope has to be <laughs> not done. is not done. It can't be done. Feel like they'll give because us another one again. But all, see, like all these things, all these discounts, all of that that you're giving you, all because it's a they're very aggressive with pricing. 
yeah. something has to pay for it. Because when you take a 15-hour ride from Yaba to Okokomaipo, Okoko. that driver is not getting 15 hour. He's yeah. getting the full money. Yeah, they will, expense, full money they will expense it. Has to come from somewhere. They will expense it. So you're spending so much on growth and marketing. You have to keep pumping that tap. Just keep otherwise, otherwise yeah. it will come crashing down. I'm mean, also excited about these people's IPO. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I, it's it's happening this year, right? Yeah, hopefully it'll be good so, for the country. Yeah, it's, it's, it's good for the country. It's good for the country. It'll be good for the country. Yeah. I think another prediction I have is that we're going to see more digital banks this year. Yeah, I mean, because there's a sure, couple I successful ones. It's only fair that, that there'll be more copycats. Like, like, like um, I want somebody like, to I mean, give me, I want some I want somebody to do like Kuda, like another yeah, digital yeah, bank like Kuda. There are going to be more like Kuda this year. Like maybe two and or three more. Here's another pred- and here's my own prediction. Let me just say it to my chest. I feel that a lot of Nigerian banks are going to sort of rejig. Yes. And operate more like digital banks yeah. that have physical branches. Well, that's to be fair, that's the ideal scenario. Yeah, I think that's. I think it's going to happen or start happening this year. Yeah, that's because the in the face down. of <laughs> in the face is. of dwindling yeah. revenue, yeah. you have to. So you either increase your revenue or you reduce your cost. cost yeah. And branches like are year, expensive. Branches. They, shut down, branches. they shut down a lot of branches. Yeah. Yeah. And they just and they revamped the end their yeah. application, they but it's still... Bank. They called it a digital bank. Which is just their mobile app. It's just their mobile app. Okay. Yeah, man. It's not... They didn't even finish that. I don't read it. But that's because... It's not very good. standards look at They can never do that thing well. You should come and hire me. As long as as long they operate the way they are, and they have... The decision making is not local. Even that app, that app is the same app used across all Snapchat territories. All they do is just, oh, this is Nigeria. On Naira. On Naira. <laughs> on this. <laughs> oh, we are Cote d'Ivoire. On whatever currency they have. Remove bill payment. Add this feature. Yeah. It's the same thing managed by some team in India and they just run yeah, it. That's why even their customer care is Indians. So, so like they cannot respond immediately to anything. Quickly. Even, even this there. Thing, launching the new app is something that should have been done since early yeah, in the since, year since. after it shut down the you branch. You say early the year, bro, 2017. And exactly. <laughs> 2016, so after they shut down all these branches, they co- you can't respond fast. So that's why yeah. I mean, it's a nice idea. In fact, for of all the thing, they do free transfers for, there's no cap, there's no limits. Free transfers for, um, all your transfers, all your transfers are free. As even their ATM thing, they chest all the not on us. Yeah, but you, you have minimum balance, yeah? Mm? To open an account to Standard Chartered? They remove minimum they've, balance. They've changed. Mm. So they've but, done all that stuff. Yeah. And it hasn't really clicked like that. Because they've, so their brand perception is already pretty messed up because already a lot of people elitist, think that it's a elitist brand. Very poor exactly. country. And that's so, something that would change if decision making was local. Mm. Yeah. Because we know of banks that have strived to change, change their perception. those perceptions, yeah, about their businesses. So yeah, I think a, a lot more Nigerian banks are going to embrace digital. Yeah, that's my prediction. All right, awesome. Well, welcome to twenty twenty, guys. Um, Happy New Year. 
Wow. We didn't even say Happy New Year. Exactly. So rude. I apologize. But Happy New Year to... To you and yours. To you and yours. <laughs> <laughs> and we shall speak to you guys very soon. All right.